Happy Hanukkah, all you nostalgic latkes. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice. I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning and I've seen them all and I, we've both seen Witch Slayer Gretel now. Yes, we so. can say that. <laughs> I really feel, Kendra, that that experience bonded us, you and I. Oh, yeah. In a way that yes. the series has never been able to. <laughs> Uh, you can find more about this show and others like it at our network's website, RadioMeanwhile.com. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at Here We Go Pod, And please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. Today we're discussing Season 5, Episode 14, Injustice for All. All right, well, let's crack open the Condor. Condor is committed to professional standards, professional ethics. The weak need not apply. This episode originally aired December 14th of 1994. On December 16th, Daniel Cosgrove, who plays Matt in the later years, turns 24. Oh, yes, Matt. We got You got a ways. <laughs> you got a ways before you meet Matt. Yeah. Little, I, th- little I think that's go. season nine, maybe. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, we're, we're trucking. We're I mean, cooking. we're, we're going we're gonna to get to season nine before you know it. Are we what? Are we two years in now? Two years in doing this? I think so. Yeah. But we did get a head start because the first like season we did two episodes at a time. That's true. We uh we jump started it. We did. And then we slid down. We did. I don't know how we used to do two episodes. I, well, in... they were long. They were definitely <laughs> yeah. longer episodes. On December 16th, Dumb and Dumber premiered. Mm. I've never seen never. Dumb and Dumber. Wow. I don't think I'd like it. It's never been one of my top tier, even like Jim Carrey's 90s stuff. I would take the Ace Ventura movies and the mask over Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, probably. It's that it's quotable. It's one of those things where, like, if you know it to quote it, it's more fun. But I don't know. <laughs> Legends of the Fall mm. also premiered, mm-hmm. and Speechless with Michael Keaton, Gina Davis, and Christopher Reeve. It's a pretty solid. I I'm surprised that people don't talk more about the fact that like Batman and Superman were in a movie together. But you know, I know, crazy. It just seems like a thing, but I don't know. Maybe it's up to you to bring awareness. <laughs> wow, Kendra, I really feel called out. <laughs> uh, on For TV on December 18th, the animated sitcom Life with Louie, based on the life of comic Louis Anderson, debuted. Mm. Yeah, that show is okay. Did you ever see that? That's probably before your time. I did not. Okay. Well, it exists <laughs> out there and has its fans. <laughs> <laughs> so some video game news to mention. The most rented games... December 1994, the NES Wario Woods. Yeah, I don't. I love Wario games, but I, I don't know. I've never played this one. I've never even heard of it. Me neither. Super NES Donkey Kong Country. Mm-hmm. I do know that. Yep. And Sega Genesis Sonic and Knuckles. Oh, Chef's kiss to Sonic and Knuckles. Kendra, <laughs> how do you feel about the phrase "Chef's kiss"? Uh, I liked it when it, you just said it. It's having a real renaissance lately. I feel like people are just saying that all the time. I have, I'm not hearing people say it, oh, but now I've heard well, you say it. we run so. in different circles, Kendra. <laughs> That's so true. Mm-hmm, so true. Mm-hmm. In other news, on December 15th, Netscape Navigator and would become one of the first widely used web browsers of the 1990s. What a time. What a time to, time be, to alive. be alive. When I got my computer, so we, I didn't have a computer like at my house. I got it until I got it for a graduation present from high school. So that there's there's some age for you. And it came with a <laughs> subscription to CompuServe. So that was my Ooh. first like internet was CompuServe. Fun. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> I remember getting internet for the first time. Yeah. It was very exciting. Yeah. Uh, Nick, take us beyond the zip code. I will. In 2017, our pal Christine Elise, who plays Emily Valentine, played the role of Kyle for the film The Cult of Chucky, a role she reprised in the 2021 television series Chucky. How do you feel about Chucky, Kendra? Seen more of it than I would like. Really? I've Yeah, I don't know which ones I've seen, but I've caught them on TV and yeah. for some reason sat and watched them. Okay. So All right. More than yeah. I would like. I do remember seeing like a little bit of Chucky on tv when i was a kid and it freaked me out and i remember it like it was yesterday so left an impact left an impact my uh my cousin christian was famously terrified of chucky so whenever (laughs) i whenever i think of chucky i usually think of how scared he was did you guys 
Christian was Kendra's co-host on Nostalgia Me This along with her brother Corbin Andrews. And you guys did a whole scared episode. Early, we did. Early on. That's one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite episodes. We just that we, did. we just recently shared it on the Twitter. So if you're not following us on Twitter, go find it because you get some of these classics. But I'm sure you guys must have talked about Chucky in that episode. Oh yes. Okay. We good. did. Yeah. Good. It was like Chucky and the Rapture made it into that episode. <laughs> wow. So, Yikes. Yeah. Okay. It's a great episode. Go, I guess. Go take a listen. Yeah. All right, let's look at our synopsis for Injustice for All. Hanukkah has begun, and Andrea and Jesse are celebrating Jesse's new job working with actual clients. Kelly is recuperating from her injuries in the fire. She fared better than Allison, but is still struggling. Brandon is struggling with his complicated feelings for Emily Valentine, and Kelly is picking up on it. Steve and Griffin get off relatively light in court, and we learn that Griffin may have been more guilty than we realize. Finally, Dylan gets out of rehab and receives the note Erica left him. Ooh, how did you like that little tag? Kendra? I loved it. I yeah. did not think we were going to come back to it. Yeah. I thought it was lost to the airport bathroom. I'm excited. I am excited. Yeah, me too. All right, who's living in Beverly Hills? Well, Kendra, this episode was written by Karen Rosen and directed by Michael Lang. We have some returning players here, and that is Sarah Melson as Allison, Christine Maiha as Dana, and she looked so different to me. I was like, is this a different actress? But no, it's the same. Did you notice that or no? No, I didn't pick oh, up on that. Okay, well, whatever. Just me, I guess. Angela the first Spies. time you saw her, it was like in a dark rave You're right. situation. That's true. So. That's true. Jackie Taylor's back, and so is Angela Espy playing her. We have Judd Allen back as Rush Sanders. We have some final appearances here. The last time we'll see Daniel Ray Silvas as Eduardo. Final appearance of Griffin Stone, nice guy turned monster, as portrayed fine. by Casper Van Dien. I'm reluctant. Bye bye. I'm reluctant to tell you this one, Kendra, because in some ways it feels spoilery. But this is the last time we'll see Christine Elise as Emily Valentine. Also fine. <laughs> You're okay with that. You're okay yeah, with I'm that. fine with it. Yeah, I don't know. It's just they brought her back so many For times. Why? It almost, I, but I almost feel like we need an end game. Almost, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess for Halloween, this... she's like Jason. You keep thinking he's dead, but then he <laughs> keeps popping back. up. She comes back. like, I'm still alive. Yeah, she comes back. Yeah. Anyway, so we can, we can talk Emily Valentine, uh, maybe, maybe in our season end wrap. But I do yeah. have some thoughts on Emily Valentine here. New recurring player. Maybe this counts as a recurring player. But Monique Edwards is here as the nurse, Kelly's nurse. And she gets a lot of play here. She'll show up again in a 1999 episode, but as Dr. Abrams. So maybe her career took a turn. Yeah. And she got her MD. And, you know, I like to yeah, think it's the same. decided to go. Yeah. yeah. I like to think it's the same. Although, maybe we'll get there and Dr. Abrams will have, like, a doctorate in art history. You know, so maybe, <laughs> maybe it's not relevant. Yeah. But who's to say? <laughs> People change careers all the time. So true. But Monique Edwards had recurring roles on shows like Friends and How I Met Your Mother, plus films like The Social Network and Lady Bird. Kendra, did you ever watch How I Met Your Mother? No, I've tried. Okay. I just can't get yeah. into it. Yeah, I mean, it's such a time capsule. I doubt it would work now. But I was curious if you had any thoughts about the Hillary Duff, How I Met Your I, Dad well, or whatever. I'm I'm kind of interested in that because I okay. do love Hillary Duff. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I need to find out. If I need to have seen oh, um, yeah. Met Your Mother yeah. in order to fully enjoy it. I, but I, I really love Hilary Duff. I still need to finish her other series, Younger. Oh, yeah. Um, right. I'm not far from finishing it, and I it's, loved it. It's so. on Paramount Plus, just as 90210 is. So when you're oh, there, you can check that right. out. All right, a few other cast yeah. members here. Valente Rodriguez is Mr. Pendoza, Jesse's client. He had a series regular role of Ernie on the George Lopez show. Was on that for 120 episodes. Yes, I recognized him immediately. I was oh, like, from... "Who is this guy?" And okay. then it, from yeah, from, from the George because I um I've actually seen a lot of the George Lopez show. Oh okay, because it was on once they put it on Nick at Night, and I was oh, just like yep. up. Yep. I would just I would just watch the George Lopez show. Yeah. So yeah. Well, aside from I that, here's him. here's another one. I know that High School Musical, the musical, the series, is not where your High School Musical love is, but he does play Principal Gutierrez on that show. Oh, yeah. I so. saw the, I watched the first couple episodes okay. of, of that series. It wasn't bad. Yes. Yeah. It looks, not, I mean, every time I see something, it looks funny, but I'm just like so removed from the High School Musical fandom yeah. that I didn't Well, really and you, the main girl in that is, um, Olivia Rodrigo, oh, who okay. is super famous sure, now. That's, she's so famous that that's a name I know. How about that? I know. And that, the musical that, world. 
Yeah, that means something. Finally, we have Milton James as Ray's uncle, who I feel like they call him a name, like Uncle Vince or something in the episode, but he's only credited as Ray's uncle. Uh, He's only in one episode. I think he does, too. I feel like it is Vince, but I don't know. He's credited as Ray's uncle. He's only in one episode. I kind of thought maybe we'd see him again, but apparently not. But looking at his career, it's crazy. I mean, he's he's been around forever. He was in the original Battlestar Galactica. He's showing up and thinks tons of genre work, tons of voiceover work in video games and anime. He was in the Spyro games, the Warcraft franchise, Diablo 2. He was in Jedi Outcast, which I loved in college. Tons and tons of anime, the Gundam franchise, Outlaw Star, the Dragon Ball franchise. He was in Gatekeepers, which I think is where they go to a special Gatekeeper school. I'm not sure. But he's in everything. Video games and awesome. anime. Yeah. I love the Spyro games. And I'm a I huge know. fan of Gundam well, and Dragon Ball. Why so. do you think I chose those, Kendra? I know. So good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, should we get into the episode? Oh my gosh. Let's do it. We start at the hospital. Donna and David are waiting around. And Donna's saying like, Oh, I had a burn once. And right. Dave was like, you had a sunburn. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, no, like I touched an oven or something and it was really iron. hot and I got It was burned. an iron. Iron. Thank you. I burnt uh, my Nick- arm on an iron when I was in high school. Really? I did. And it was the top of it. So it looked like I had a Nike swoosh tattooed like on my arm, but it was just a burn. And the scar stayed for years. Wow. And it's, it's since faded. I, but... when I was little, I got a stool and got up to the stove and just put my hand down. Oh my gosh. That's my dad had just been cooking something. And so I just like got up and like touched it. That's so that's the under my father's supervision. That is the thing you're not supposed to do. I'm, I'm surprised that the DJ master blaster, that's not right. Is it? What's your dad's DJ name? What was it? Midnight master, midnight master blaster. That's right. We learned all about the exploits of midnight master blaster over on the USS (laughs) Christmas episode. So you can go find that in the holiday franchise. But yeah, (laughs) yeah, I had the, I had the iron burn and then I had a steam burn once when I was making ramen in college. So stupid. So stupid. Yeah. I am. But Kelly wins. Burn stories. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. The other day, (laughs) a couple of months ago, I had taken a pan out of the oven and I set it down, and then without thinking, I just like grabbed it. To push oh, I remember it over. that. Yeah. And it was like two seconds. Yeah. I touched it. Less than that. Oh, yeah. And it hurt so bad. Well, it was just like instant pain on my fingers. Yeah, that's the thing because like even if you've had a really minor burn, it is such a unique kind of pain. So when you think of like mm-hmm. Kelly and especially Allison, it's like I can't even. It's crazy. I can't even. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Brandon is also there, and so is Dana. Dana's kind of a, a wreck. Yeah. But they're they're all very worried, waiting to see if Kelly, Kelly and Allison are going to pull through. Mm-hmm. And we have the intro. Then after the intro, we are at Rush and Steve's attorney's office. And the lawyer basically is saying, we need to, we need to get them to commit to damages and stuff now before kelly heals right and allison heals and we can see the extent Mm -hmm. of their damage yeah steve is very very distraught just over the whole thing um he's on the phone finds there's no change with kelly um rush is being kind of supportive in this he's like it's okay we're gonna get through this yeah and he ends up telling the lawyer you know do it do what you have to do Mm -hmm. do what you think is best yeah kind of thing at the hospital we see Kelly, and she she really got burned. She did. Yeah. I mean, it's not as bad as Allison, but she did. The whole side of her neck, yeah, um, is burned. Hands and really we don't bad. and we don't know what else. Um, we really her neck is all we see in the episode, yeah, and she's really she's she's guarding it pretty tightly, like doesn't want Brandon to see and all that. So yeah, yeah. we don't know at this point. Yeah, so she's asleep. She's out of it, and a nurse the nurse is bandaging her up. But she does wake up and she asks, the first thing she asks is about Allison. Mm -hmm. And then the nurse tells her that she's fine and she's in the next room. Then we see Jackie and Brandon are talking and Jackie says, you know, Kelly was really, really lucky. Like Allison is going to need skin grafts. Kelly Mm -hmm. is, you know, she's, it's going to take time, but she's going to be okay. Yeah. Brandon goes in to see her and apologizes that he wasn't there when all that stuff went down and that she's, you know, in such yeah. pain. Mm-hmm. 
And Kelly's like, I'm on pain meds. It's fine. I can't feel too much yeah. right now. <laughs> and he also tells Kelly that he was at the airport with Emily. Right. And that's why right. he wasn't there. And he doesn't share the deets that, uh, you know, it wasn't just a four-hour layover. Yeah. No, he does not. Uh, and then the nurse comes in and asks him to leave so that she can rest. At the keg house, Eduardo wants to be paid. Steve has not paid him yet for all the food. Yeah, and let's let's be clear. Eduardo is not being pushy and at all. You know, he's just kind of like, hey, man, like I had to buy all the food out of pocket. And so if you could yeah. just... And Steve's like, here's your blood money. You know, it's like throwing <laughs> cash at him. It was like really intense. Yeah, Steve, Steve is pretty awful to him. Uh, and, you know, he... He does throw some money at him, which Eduardo does not take. Right. Yeah, he's like, I don't need it that bad. Yeah. Griffin then walks in like, nothing's wrong. He's having a great time. Everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing fine. I mean, Steve is dressed still in his, like, singed shirt shirt from Mm -hmm. the party. And Griffin's, like, fresh as a daisy in in these new clothes. And he's like, oh, yeah, don't worry. My dad's going to take care of everything. It'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it. At the hospital... It's time for Kelly to go home, but she is not ready. She's like, what if the bandages come off? Yeah, like, she really doesn't want to leave. I, yeah, she's not ready to go, and Jackie's kind of talking her into it. I learned, um, Kendra, that I'm the exact opposite of that. As you know, I had crazy surgeries, and I was just like, let me out right now. <laughs> come hell or high water, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> I've never, knock on wood, been in a hospital for that long yeah. of a situation. So yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't know what I... I guess it would depend yeah. on the situation. Yeah. But um, Dana comes into her room and says that Allison would like to see her before she goes. So she pushes Kelly in a wheelchair down to Allison's room. Look, I know that Kelly is like just prepped to leave, but I don't know what they did to Jenny Garth because she looks horrible. Did you notice well, this? Well, the... The outfit she's the wearing. The outfit. She looks like she looks like at Halloween when you stuff like Yes. That's exactly is it? what she looks when you like. when you take like big jeans and a flannel shirt and you stuff them with leaves and set them on the porch. That is what Jenny Garth looked yeah, like. Yeah, and then you put big. a pumpkin on exactly. That is the exact outfit she's wearing. Right? And it's that bag. It is. It it's that like puppy. I don't her. know what they yeah. did to her. It was crazy. Because I'm glad later, you were there would, with me on Kendra because yeah, I really I was puzzled. It, I took note of her outfit because yeah. it's it's truly terrible. Like, and where did those like, clothes come from? Like Jackie's been there, Brandon's been there. Like what did they just get those out of the lost and found? It makes no sense. I don't know. Maybe because of the like she needed to wear baggy clothes because yeah. of the bandages Maybe. and stuff. I guess. But later on she's just wearing a robe. I mean it's yeah. not I don't know. Even when she's in the hospital and she has the um she has a robe on at one point, she has like just a hospital smock on at one point. She doesn't look like yeah. the stay puff marshmallow man. I, I don't understand. It's crazy. It is. It's crazy. So we see Allison and Allison truly Yeesh. is yeah. She's like, picture a burn victim, and that's what she looks like. I all mean, she's head see. to toe yeah, yeah, yeah. bandages. You, there's like yeah, eye holes and a face. mouth hole, basically, and everything else is totally covered. And she's in good spirits, yeah. you know. I mean, she's she's like, oh, yeah. I'm alive. That's yeah, all that she's matters. She's being like super, super positive mm-hmm. about the whole thing. Real preachy. Um, Real Dana preachy. leaves them alone. Yes. Yeah. Well, she says that, or Alice, Allison says, don't thank me forgetting like god's the one who got you through this mm-hmm. and he's the one who put you in the fire and he got you out so you right. need to be thanking god right. that you're alive which is an interesting i wrote like, that we down got too no religious hints from that character in the in the last episode no so no no, no. Just an interesting i was thinking that at first too but then i remembered she has kelly say the lord's prayer with her when the fire starts coming in they're like right. our father she, they do the they whole thing do say yeah. the lord's prayer so it is a little bit there i forgot yeah you're right you're right. I forgot. And you know what? I mean, not for nothing, but this is the '90s, and you're first of all, you, you're portraying a, an, you know, an, an active lesbian couple in this, which was weird for TV. But they're also portraying her as like a devout Christian, which would have been yeah. very taboo in 1994. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, that's it's an interesting choice they made. It there. is. Yeah. All right. It is Hanukkah, and Andrea is praying. They're lighting the menorah. And I guess, are they at, do you, do we think they're at the Jewish center on they campus? They are. They are on campus. Yeah. Because okay. they thank Brandon for coming as the student body president and stuff. We get a couple of like really fleshed out Hanukkah scenes here, like seeing traditions and things. And I 
don't think we've had that before. I think this is our first like Hanukkah mm-hmm. episode. I think so don't too. Don't you think? Yeah. I, yeah, I think so too. Brandon calls Kelly, who tells him that she's doing fine. She's got <laughs> David and Claire are there. Her mom is also there mm-hmm. bothering her taking care of her. So she says for him to stay as long as he wants yeah. at the Hanukkah party. She then hangs up and, you know, bickers some more with Ke- with uh, Jackie. Donna heads out to go see Ray. Yeah, another and... another working date. Yeah. <laughs> and um, there's a phone call. David answers. It's Tim Hackman, the lawyer. Jackie immediately says, hang up. We're not talking to him. He wants us to settle. But we need to wait until you're healed so we can see the extent of the damages. And Callie doesn't want to do anything to hurt Steve. She doesn't want to throw Steve under the bus or anything. Um, So, you know, they they argue and David just ends up hanging up on the guy because I don't think he knows I don't respond. I don't know if there's if there's more than this, but I feel like it's a really tidy resolution for something that would definitely have a huge, huge like civil case following it. You know. Oh yeah. So maybe maybe oh, yeah. we'll touch on that, but I don't think so. <laughs> Jackie tells Kelly that the Ellison age- agency still wants to represent her to be a model. Yeah, uh, boy, when she's feeling better. Pick your moment. Great Jackie. time to bring that Pick up. Pick your yeah. moment. <laughs> Kelly says her modeling days are over. Yeah. She, and, ja- and Jackie's sort of like, no, no, no. You you know, they say you'll be fine after a while. And she's like, woman, I will never <laughs> model again. Like, she's really yeah. against it. Yeah. She says she's going to spend her time pondering questions. Like, why does God give us life when all he gives us is pain? Mm. The deep stuff. Yeah. She's had a brush with death. Mm-hmm. Back at the Jewish Center, Brandon is playing a game with some kids who clean him out. They uh, they take all of his they're, chocolate. They're spinning dreidels, right? Isn't that what they're doing? Is that what they're I doing? They're spinning I'm dreidels not... for the coins. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, they take all Brandon's. They coins. do. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon talks with Jesse and Andrea. We learned that Jesse got into the trial advocacy program, which is basically he's a free attorney for people who can't afford an attorney. Yeah, like when you go to a dental school to get your teeth cleaned for free. Right. Same kind of thing. Exactly. Or to a hair salon to get your hair done because they're students. Exactly. Yeah. So that's great. We're we're excited for Jesse that he gets to work with actual clients now. Andrea asks Brandon, are you going to go see Kelly? And he says, yes, but there's something I have to do first. (laughs) (laughs) Something he has to do first. Danger. I feel like it's really ambiguous whether he and Emily I agree did it or not like I, all we ever mm-hmm. see them do is kiss and he is not acting like he slept with someone else to me no no but he's also not you know what I mean he's like he's not not also he's just like, playing it really really cool yeah well and it's weird I kept waiting for them to be like I'm so glad we stopped in time or a little bit later in the episode, there was a moment that would have been like, he put a stop to anything even before the fire. We never get any kind of, they don't address that at all. Mm -hmm. What happened? So we see them like Mm -hmm. making out at her hotel room and then he's very cozy there the next day. So I don't know. So he goes into her room and there's this whole thing about the honor bar and what if the honor bar was feel- filled with honorable things? I don't know. See, it, was dumb... it was dumb. But again, I kind of felt like that was awkward chit chat. And I thought maybe like, you know, it was awkward yeah. because they did it. Yeah, maybe. So I don't know. Well, but he says, I don't know, Emily, I'm feeling a tad guilty. Mm-hmm. And he also tells Emily that he hasn't told Kelly that Emily stayed in town. Right. And Emily says, well, timing is everything. Mm-hmm. Brandon has great timing. Yes. Seen. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right. Ray's pumpkin patch is now a Christmas tree lot. Hooray. Hooray. They're selling Christmas trees now. Yes, they are. Yep. And he is in a foul oh, mood. Yes. He starts white hot. Yes. He, uh, right off the bat, he does not like his uncle. His uncle's, you know, hey, can you go get me this? And... He's like, why He's don't like, you hey, get it, old man? Why don't you die? Why don't you eat a Christmas tree and die, you old piece of garbage? 
Yeah, so Don is there kind of witnessing this and be like, wow, okay. Yes, he's in a mood today. I, You know what? I, in, the, in the Jackie Kelly scene, there was something I wanted to mention that I forgot. So I'm just going to tell you right now. New set. Okay. We had a little bit of a new set. Did you notice that? They turn in the apartment and they're in this like wide hallway. And we've never seen that before. Did we not see that hallway? No. I mean, we've seen like outside of... We've seen like the outside of Claire's room, but this like wide shot of this big hallway in the apartment, I felt like was a totally new set. Hmm. Like that main floor uh, bathroom over in the Walsh house. Yeah. Maybe that existed. <laughs> At Andrea's house, Jesse is meeting with his first client. And the situation is that this man, he needed to go get diapers and food for the two kids that he has. So he left them with a neighbor and then the neighbor... Whatever. I don't know what happened to the neighbor, but the kids ended up wandering the streets yeah. at night. A yeah. four-year-old kid. Pretty bad. And got picked up by the police. Pretty yeah. bad. Very, very bad. And so, but, you know, he said, I left them with someone. I, what was I supposed to do? They were mm -hmm. sleeping. I needed to go get things. Andrea is very, very passionate about the whole she is. thing. Yeah. Yeah. She's very involved to the point where the guy is like, can you be my lawyer? Mm -hmm. <laughs> So, but Jesse, Jesse feels pretty confident that they'll explain what happened and it'll be okay. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it will be. Sure, yeah. <laughs> At the Walsh house, Valerie and Steve are talking about the charges and mm -hmm. Valerie is like, look, I was there. I'll say whatever you want me to right. say right. about what happened. Now, here's some confirmation that we do get. Because Valerie's like, you need a witness. And Steve's like, oh, great. I'll just tell the cops that I was upstairs and we were having sex when the fire burst out. So there we yeah. got there we got a little yeah. bit of confirmation. But Valerie's yeah. like, no, no, no. I mean, like, I'll, I'll say whatever you want. Yeah. And he he's very, I don't know, Steve's thing in this episode seems to be like, I don't know. Sometimes I thought he thought I shouldn't get off easy. But then other times it seemed like he wanted to get off easy. So I don't know that I thought that was a little confusing with his character sometimes because she's he says the attorneys keep telling me I'm going to get off fine. And she says, well, isn't that great? And he's like, yeah, that's really great, Valerie. Everything's great. I yeah, I think he's just really conflicted about it because he I don't think we have any Steve Kelly moments in this. I don't think they've connected post fire, have they? I don't think so. Because no. he says to Brandon, he's later, he's like, you know, give Kelly my love or whatever. And so I think he's really just struggling. I think, like, obviously he doesn't want to go to jail or something. But, like, right. I think that a punishment would at least help soothe his guilt. So I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think he's just conflicted. Yeah. He runs into Brandon on the way out and they talk about Kelly and he tells Brandon that Valerie yeah. was going to lie for him. Brandon says lying has always been her gig. Yeah, I thought that was a little funny, too. Because I didn't think that that was, like, growing up, I didn't think he thought that about her. Yeah, so. and that would have been a good... I feel like that's a missed opportunity, because I feel like Brandon should have had a little bit more scoop on Valerie when they started. But yeah. he seemed to be coming from the same place that the Walsh parents were like oh Valerie's yeah. the girl next door she's the greatest but yeah for him to be like yeah she's a pathological liar was kind of a leap and yeah. also I mean Steve really like upstairs in the room when Valerie's kind of like who cares let's just like not get in trouble and stuff he's really like you're gross I don't want to be around yeah you. you know like he really yeah. is put off by the way she's acting about it interesting mm -hmm. yeah but he he just feels I mean he just feels awful yeah about what happened yeah so back at the Christmas tree farm, Ray is dealing with a customer who's being very uh, picky and tells her off. This basically, is, It's so funny to me. I always feel bad for the extra who has like more to do than is reasonable. But like they won't let her talk because then she's got to get like on a different yeah. pay scale. So she's just like yeah. gesticulating and grunting. She's just like. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, listen, lady, why don't you stuff it? Eat a Christmas tree and die. <laughs> that's his new line now but Eat it's a christmas tree and die <laughs> but it's just such a long time of her like pointing yeah and, like you know it, was just, it, was it is yeah it, it, i noticed it too it is a long yeah time. she's like a video game character <laughs> yeah. so donna is like you can't like you can't be like that you can't talk to customers like that and 
he said that, oh, she was haggling about price. And Donna says, well, that was my fault because I told her we have the lowest prices in town. And Ray says, maybe you should ask me before you open your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> At which point I would have been like, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> Call me when you're sane again. Yeah. Because her, no thank you. And her comeback, though, her comeback was like, yeah, maybe I should. I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. Donna, that's not how it works. Great comeback. Great comeback. Maybe I should? So the uncle witnesses all this and says, you know, don't take it personally. If you met his mother, you would understand. Mm. Donna knows a thing or two about crazy mothers. Yes, she does. Kelly Donna declares. Brandon is there to pick up Kelly for her appointment, plastic surgeon yes. appointment. Yes. Yep. And she is adamant that she does not want to go. Mm-hmm. She's just she's having a very very hard time. Yeah. With the whole thing. Which I and... think they have. I think they've teed this up nicely because over the last like five episodes, Kelly being concerned about her appearance, like when the modeling stuff creeps back in. It's been ratcheting up, you know, so here when it's like she has a very visible scar, she it just feels justifiable that she's struggling as much as she is because of the yes. work. Yeah, for sure. Brandon chooses this moment to admit that he has been hanging out with Emily because yeah. she did not leave. Right. Great timing. Mm hmm. Great time. He to has. That he up. almost lies. He was like, "Oh, I saw Emily. She sends her regards." And Kelly's like, "Right, the other day with the plane." And he's like, "Hmm. No, <laughs> darn it." And so Kelly again right away clocks it, and she's kind of like, oh, "Okay, so you've been spending time with Emily." And Brand's like, "What? No. What? No. Who cares? Nobody. It's no fine. Deal. Nobody, it's uh, fine. You don't need to be worried. worried. Why are you worried? Why are you worried?" And she says, maybe I look worried because I was caught in a fire and I almost died. <laughs> and now my boyfriend is hanging out with his ex-girlfriend. How about that? <laughs> maybe that's why. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So he ends up leaving. Not great. Not handling that. No, great. no, no, no. He's kind of like, I'll call you later. And she's like, yeah, you don't have to. And he's like, I'll call you later. Storms off. Yeah. I ever tell you about the time that my cousin fell into a bonfire? No. We were at... It was like a youth thing. We were at this lake and we had a bonfire going. I mean, not not a, you know, towering bonfire, but it was a fire. And she was running around and she slipped and fell backwards on her hands. Oh my gosh. Into the fire. And I mean, there was someone right there grabbed her right out, but I mean, it was enough that her hands were oh, severely wow. burned. And she I was thinking about this because she had to go to a plastic surgeon for her oh, hands. Oh, uh-huh. Um I think it was just her hands that got, cause I mean, she fell right, right on her hands right. backwards. Wow. She's Ugh. fine now, but yeah, it was really scary. Good. I remember when it happened. It was, I, I mean, I just like turned around and they were like grabbing her out of the fire. That's insane. It was awful. That's insane. Yeah. Really crazy. Okay. Now we go to rehab. Kelly immediately called Dylan after this <laughs> exchange with mm -hmm, Brandon. Mm-hmm. And Dylan is telling her to just chill, Kel. Yeah, just just be chill. <laughs> just let it be. It's gonna be what it's gonna be. <laughs> but and you know, as he... I but I do kind of like the comparison there because Jackie and Brandon have both been like telling her what she needs to do, and the first thing Dylan says is like, "You don't need to do anything," you know. Yeah. And it is kind of good advice in that moment, and very like Dylan-y. So I I liked I like that they did that. Yeah, I did too. As he's talking. He learns that Brandon is there to see him. Yeah. And Kelly's like, please don't tell him that we talked about this stuff. Right. And but he Dylan's all about honesty now. Yeah. He's like, if he asks me, I'm gonna Yeah, I gotta come say. clean, sister. Yep. Yeah. So he and Brandon take a little walk and talk, and Brandon is there to talk about Kelly. Yes. Which again, like, he has not reached out to Dylan this whole time and he's coming and I asking know. for like relationships advice. Hey, I stole yeah. your girlfriend while you were coked out and your family stole all your money. Can you help me handle her? Yeah, it's a weird it's a weird thing for him to do, it's but that's what very he does. weird. Yeah, and Dylan's kind of like he does. Dylan's kind of like, "Yeah, sure, let me let me help." <laughs> he but Dylan implies that maybe she's not showing you the extent of the damage and like letting you in because she doesn't trust you. Yeah. And he brings up Emily and Brandon is immediately like, Oh, there's yeah. nothing what? going on you, there. You why, would you even, why would you even say that? 
and Dylan says he doth protest too much. Yeah, and Brandon's like, I doth, I doth, I doth, I doth. doth. (laughs) End of scene. I guess that's like, yeah. Yeah, that felt abrupt to me. I thought there was going to be. Oh, we did learn that he's Dylan's getting out of rehab. He tells Brandon that he's he's leaving. Yeah, he's like biting the bracelet off as he as they talk. Mm -hmm. Back at the Christmas tree farm, Donna brings Ray some food, which he rejects. She asks, can I go get you anything? He says no. And finally, she's like, all right, I'm going to I'm just going to leave. So bye. And this is where he finally tells her that every time at this year, his mom shows up drunk. Yeah. And makes a scene because his dad left at Christmas. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it just throws her into this bad time every year. And Donna brings up that the day his dad left was the day that she was born. Oh. She's going to redeem the day. Yeah. (laughs) With her birth. With her birth. Yeah. (laughs) At court, Steve and Jesse run into each other and check in on how each other is doing. Jesse's there for his client and he thinks it's going to go well. It is going well so far. Steve is there, you know, for his court case. Yeah. And his attorney tells him... We've agreed a hundred hours community service, a couple thousand dollars. You know, you're Easy lucky. peasy. Easy peasy. Then yeah. It's going to be fine. Yeah. And we also get a look between Steve and Griffin in this scene. They're, they're not happy with each other mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. At the hotel, Emily is getting ready to leave to finally go to her conference. And Brandon is like, am I a bad person because I want you to stay? He just can't. Yeah. Can't can't work through his feelings. Kendra, it's working for me. I don't know what's happening to me, but like I hate the whole thing. <laughs> you well, no, no, I mean I do. I hate yes, I hate how it's happening, but I feel like there's just there's not been a lot of stuff between Kelly and Brandon. Like we re- their chemistry has not been on display at all this season. Not since like mm-hmm. when when she was with Dylan. Frankly, that was the yeah. last time we really saw a lot of chemistry between them, and. I mean, probably because Jason Priestley and Christina Elise like live together for five years in real life, but they have chemistry. Like, and she hardly they says do a word. Have chemistry. She just like stares at him blank faced, and it's very, I don't know. I and it makes me kind of wonder if Kelly was you know, the picture of health would have ended this way. You know what I mean? Mm. And I kind of yeah. wonder. I kind of wonder. But yes, anyway, yeah. is he yeah. a terrible person because he wants her to stay a little? <laughs> a little. A little. Emily's kind of a terrible person for doing anything when she knows that he's dating someone. Yeah. So, but she says that Kelly needs you now. And Brandon says, but I still love you. They do some more kissing. Yeah. And they, ra- I mean, they, they, they stops straight up them before they get carried away. Yeah. But they straight up say, I love you. Like Brandon's like, yeah. I'm still in love with you. And she's like, I yeah. love you too. It's not like a clean, you know, it's mm-hmm. not like we had our moment in the sun and now it's gone. It's like, I'm still it's down for this, thing. but we're stuck. Yeah. And yeah. Emily, Emily's basically like, Kelly needs you now. So like, it would never be right if we just ran off. Like, I really feel like that's the reason. Like, it's tainted mm. now. So. Yeah. yeah. Back in court, Griffin and Steve approach the bench. They get 100 hours community service. They have to pay some money. Uh, but here's the killing blow yeah. that Steve was not aware was going to happen. He was not privy to this knowledge. He is not allowed to promote parties anymore for for two years. He's on a two-year probation. He's not allowed to do any party planning or promoting, which is, as we know, Steve's favorite thing in the world. Kendra, so. I had... You remember? Okay, so in our last regular episode, not Witch Slayer Gretel... They were talking about uh, where they were going to hold this party. And we thought Nat was saying, why don't you have it in the rock store? Remember that? Uh And we were like, why are they calling it that? Why are they calling it that? It hit me while I was driving down the road. They were saying rug store. Oh, because it's in the rug store. That's what they're talking about. But this but this means that all of the plans for the Peach Pit after dark Steve cannot be a Out part of it anymore. Yeah. So it's a He's big deal. And apparently everyone knew this, including Rush. Everyone but Steve knew that this was coming. Yeah. Griffin walks away like, great. Easy we, peasy. We did it. Yep. We're good to go. Yeah. And so out outside of the chambers, Rush and Steve are having an argument now. I mean, Steve is, he is hot yeah. about this. And Rush is like, 
Steve, come off it. Like, Griffin admitted you guys stole the key to this house. New information. Yeah. Steve's like, uh, Griffin told me that he rented the house. He paid for it. I had no idea that he stole the key. Mm-hmm. But Rush doesn't really believe him. Doesn't believe him at rushes, all. Doesn't yeah, believe rushes, him at all. Mm-hmm. He's very happy that the whole party thing is over. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm so glad that we're done with this whole party planning thing. And, I, I mean, again, I gotta give Ian Ziering some acting points here, because he's really like, this was gonna be my life! This is gonna be my livelihood! And, like, the desperation. It, it was mm-hmm. just right, I felt like. It was, a, it was a good scene. Hard to do that kind of scene. I feel like he did it well. Yeah. And Rush says, next time you need someone to bail you out, call your mother. <laughs> it's a good ending line. I mean, kind of a dick yeah. move, but it was a good ending line. <laughs> yeah, at the keg house next. Steve is waiting for Griffin in his room and says that Munts is willing to testify against Griffin. Mm -hmm. He has plenty of witnesses that Griffin put the wrong fuse into the thing. right. And, you know, that Steve did not steal the key, that Mm -hmm. Steve thought that, Mm -hmm. you know, so he's like, I'm going to, this isn't over. I'm going to, I'm going to take you down. He also tells Griffin that he has one day to get out of the keg house. Yeah. But then he changes his mind. He's like, no, you're out today. Yeah. Well, no, originally he was going to let him have until the weekend. And now he's like, go away right now. Yeah. But he's not like, or I'll ruin you. He's like, threatens it. He like grabs him and like pushes him up against the wall. And he like pulls his fist back and he's like, try me. It's like, I'll put you in a meat grinder or whatever. Yeah, He's like, I will bash your head in. Yes. Yeah. He bash his head in, squeeze his neck till his head pops, which again, if you've already bashed the head in, I don't think you need to do both, but he is, Mm -hmm. uh, he's hot. He is hot. He's serious. Yeah. Do you get the impression that Steve's going to keep going with this? I guess I kind of thought he was just saying you won this time. You but you think Steve's going to keep fighting. I thought it. he was saying, like, I'm going to, this is new. You know, I have people on my side that are going to oh, testify against okay. you kind okay. of thing. I don't know what will happen with that. Kelly Donna Claire's Emily comes to see Kelly. Which was a surprise. I did not remember this scene, and I was a little surprised. Because this is outside of Nat. This is her only interaction outside of Brandon. Yeah. And so they go on the porch to talk, and... I I don't know. I don't know why she's there. Because she doesn't say Brandon doesn't love me. She says that he loves you and that he's not just staying with you because you're a burn victim. Yeah, he said but, that she says that Brandon told Emily that he was in love with Kelly prior to the fire and stuff. But this is where I feel like she should have said, like, he shut everything down, but she doesn't say it. She doesn't yeah. say nothing happened. She just says, like, I know. We all she, love she each other. That she's interested in <laughs> yeah. him still. So I don't know. I I don't know. Do you know what I do? You know what I think was like a real missed opportunity here in in the Brandon Dylan scene. He's Dylan is like, how is Em? And he's like, oh, she's good. They do they do nothing with the fact that Emily, Dylan, and Brandon were like the OG love triangle. You know what I mean? Remember because she was dating Dylan and she was also dating Brandon, and now it's like. Both of these girls, like Brandon is trying to choose between both of the girls and Kelly's the other triangle. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like there's a lot of content there that really could have. I didn't even think about that. I really think that that could have been a meaty thing to get into. And I kind of thought when Dylan brought it up that we were going to. But it's not even addressed that Dylan and Emily have a history. Yeah. So, and it's not addressed between Kelly and Emily that they both have these histories with like Rocky love triangle histories with Dylan and Brandon too. So I don't know. I just, why, why not? Yeah. I want it. Missed opportunity there. All right. All right. Next we have another Hanukkah party. This one is at Andrea and Jesse's house. And it's packed. Everyone is there. Mm -hmm. The whole gang. Mm -hmm. Steve comes to drop off a present, but he doesn't want to stay. Andrea tries to convince him, but he's, uh, he's just having a hard time. Yeah. He can't stay i thought this was kind of unique in that like the whole gang is coming to this hanukkah party and stuff and like it's not a thing i feel like normally you just get the reverse where it's like a christmas party and the jewish character's like oh i'll come why not but i I thought it was kind of cool to see the other side of that like the whole gang kind of embracing andrea's family's traditions and stuff yeah i I thought was kind of unique yeah brandon is playing dreidel with the kids again wins all the chocolate he's doing better this time yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) and he is off to see kelly 
Steve and Jesse then have a scene where they're talking and Jesse talks about how his client, they didn't win. They put the kids in foster care and the dad went and got them out of foster care and just took them back to Mexico. Yeah. Um, And and Steve's kind of a little dismissive about it. He's like, well, it's just three months in foster care. Yeah. You yeah, know. he's like, it's fine. Yeah. Which sets Jesse off. He's like, don't it tell does. me that the system doesn't work. You know, I, I know it doesn't work. Yeah. You, if you weren't a rich white boy, would be sitting in jail right now. Yeah. So don't talk to me about that. <laughs> I'm glad that we had the Steve Jesse scene earlier. And I liked it because we so rarely get it like a Jesse scene where he's just like being Jesse and not being like Andrea's boring husband. You know, I liked that. Mm-hmm. And so when it kind of comes back around this time, I was like, oh, cool, a callback. Jesse goes really hard. Like, he's not wrong with anything he says, but he is hot like a volcano at Steve. And Steve doesn't really know how to take it. It's kind of a... I liked it, though. I did, too. For the audience, because he's right. I mean, Steve, you know, this... That's a bummer. But it's, it's not his life. It's two years. Right. And... He's not in jail. <laughs> yeah. So. Right. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, Steve has no room to complain. Steve burnt down a house and like permanently scarred at least two people and caused tons of like property damage and like the fire trucks had to come and all that kind of stuff. And he's complaining that like his rich dad and his rich friend's rich dad, like only were able to get them this much freedom. And it's mm-hmm. just like, ugh. you know, yeah. and he doesn't seem to see the parallel. So, yeah, I think I think you're right. It is earned. Definitely. When Jesse mm-hmm. goes off on him. At Kelly Donna Claire's, Brandon brings Kelly a bunch of roses. And they have some kisses. And Kelly Kelly's all right now. Yeah, it's all is I forgiven. Guess. Yeah, all is forgiven. She says, time heals all wounds. She does not tell him that Emily was there. Emily suggested that she not tell him yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And she just wants him to stay there until she falls asleep. Cute. At the Peach Pit, Steve meets with Eduardo to give him his money and apologize for how he treated him. Mm-hmm. And he says he will recommend him to other people yes. for parties. Mm-hmm. He also gave him a bonus. A little extra. A little extra scratch. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Last scene is at Dylan's house. Cindy and Valerie are there waiting. They've cleaned up his whole house. And when he walks in, they hide behind the corner and jump out and yell surprise. Mm-hmm. They eat some cake, and Valerie says, oh, hey, here's all your mail. I sorted it into different types. And as Dylan's looking through, he's like, hmm, who do I know in Michigan? And he opens the letter, and it is a woman who says, hey, I found this note on the bathroom floor of an airport. Yeah. So I'm sending it to you. Mm-hmm. And it's the note from Erica there saying they're in Brazil. Yeah. I really didn't think we were ever going to come back you, to this. You thought that was I, it? You thought that was the end? I did. It's been so long. It has been long. It's been so long. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited, too. I'm I'm definitely excited about that. And there we go. There's our episode. Kendra, did you have a 90210 snap? Um, it might be that scene at the end. Oh, the that's true. Yeah, that's true. Or, or uh, I mean, the Jesse yeah. Steve yeah. scene. That's yeah, they both they both kind of work for different ways because the Jesse C yeah. and Steve is so intense, but the 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 end tag there is a lot more like your long lost sister has returned, you know, which yeah. feels very soapy. <laughs> so I like that. Yeah. Yep. Verdict. What did you think? Uh, another good episode. I agree. I I'm mean, on, I'm on I board. hate I hate Brandon right now, but yeah, whatever. It's always frustrating when you can't tell. Are we supposed to hate Brandon? I can't tell. You know what yeah, I mean? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know either. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I, I did. I was, I was invested in the episode. I liked it. It was all good. No, you know, goofy David Clare stuff. So that no, was nice. they still didn't really have anything to do. No, you know? they had nothing to do. And honestly, but... I would have liked a little bit with um, David and Jackie because I don't think they've oh. been in the same room in quite a long time. Mm-hmm. And she was like his stepmother, and it was like, yeah, <laughs> and you didn't really have anything there. I would have liked that. Emily, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess the only alternative is to like get them together or like plan to get them together in two more seasons or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And and who knows, Kendra? Maybe there's some line where Brandon says, I'm going to go off and be with Emily. But, <laughs> but the fact that this is like really kind of the end of seeing her on screen, I feel like, I don't know. I don't, 
What do you think? I think it's a weird send off. It is. I think she's had two good send offs. Yeah. And then to, for this to be the last one is is just kind of weird. But yeah, it's just kind of like we love each other, we want to be together, but timing and circumstances won't let us, and so we have to move on. I guess is is what it is. And I feel like something about that could have been satisfying, but like this wasn't. I guess. And is, yeah. it, the Kelly scene is the last time we see Emily, too, right? Yes. So that's even weirder that we don't have like a something. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah, don't, I, I don't like it when it feels like neither one of the characters really, like, grew from the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feels like Brandon. I mean, we'll see what happens, but it feels like he just got away with. Right. Exactly. Like having one yeah. last tryst with Emily. Right. So. And Emily, it's kind of the same as last time. It was like, well, we could be together. But we're not going to, you know, yeah. like Brandon could have gone with her or whatever. You know what I mean? There's who cares? Just do it. And this is the same thing. Like, I don't know. I guess the problem I'm having is that I buy his love for Emily more than I buy his love for Kelly based on the dialogue mm. and the scenes. Yeah. Like, I believe that Brandon loves Kelly because like the show tells us that he does, not because like we've seen it. Whereas yeah. Emily shows back up and it's just a really different thing. So a little unbalanced there, I feel like. Yeah, I get that. All right. All right, Kendra. Boy, if you haven't listened to the Halloween episodes, you can go back and find them at all the various Radio Meanwhile shows. Uh, Otherwise, you can find me every other week on Dysandorian Life, a Star Wars podcast right here on the Radio Meanwhile Network. What about you, Kendra? What are you up to? Uh, Well, I'm going to be on Dysandorian Life. (gasps) That's right. I don't know. I don't know what week that comes out, yeah. but I'm I'm coming back. You are talk about some gendas. That's more, right. So that's that's really right. Fun. That's exciting. Yeah. I okay. am Miss Music Box ninety one on Twitter, and I have a website MissMusicBox.com, and a Etsy page Miss Music Box Crafts. I'm also the co-host of the podcast Nineties Music Got Me Like, where each week we talk about a different nineties song. And uh, for Halloween, we we had a great one. We had a lot of time with it. So special guest. Did you have a special guest on that episode? We did. We had uh, Chris, otherwise known as X Monkey of Evil, on Twitter and okay. all the things. Good so times. He he he's the Backstreet Boys expert. So there's really no, no better. Yes. Okay. He's the best guest we could have had. Ooh <laughs> boy. Hillary over on previously on X Men is not going to take too kindly to that comment, but <laughs> well, but okay, okay, all right. <laughs> Uh, anyway, you can join us right here on 902, and here we go for our discussion as we continue on through Season 5 with Episode 15, Christmas Comes This Time Each Year. It really does. 902, 902 and here, here we, we go. go.